This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. Before we start, I want to remind you to check out our sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos. If you're in the Capitol Hill area or if you're in Wallingford, definitely stop by. They have a new birria taco, which is delicious, slow-cooked beef and a bunch of cheese and more cheese and this dipping sauce called consume. It's super good. And I also want to welcome on officially a new sponsor, Soulmates, full um, full support, and we want to thank them. They are Seattle's premier sneaker shop. They're located at 1422 Harvard Ave in Capitol Hill, right above the QFC. So if you're looking for Jordans, uh, Yeezys, Off-White, Supreme, uh, anything heat, hype for your feet, they can hook you up. Uh, soulmates206.com is the website. Follow them on social media at soulmates206. Or I'm sorry, I messed up their websites. It's sms206.shop. And their all social media is soulmates206. So check them out. Uh, follow them on YouTube. Uh, they've got some videos coming out and, you know, entertaining sneaker stuff. Um, and then don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast uh, podcasting app. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and of course, Spotify. So thank you for that. So today we are going to talk to my buddy, Kevin. I am in Kevin in my phone. You are 
Kevin the Botter. <laughs> well, I am Kevin the Harris or the <laughs> Kevin Harris or the Sneaker King. I've been called a bunch of the different things. The Sneaker King. I should probably change it because I don't want to wrap up your whole identity as the Botter. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a little bit more to my identity than botting. It's, and as we were talking about earlier, it definitely is changing currently. Uh, tough times. So. Right, well, well, we'll definitely get into that. So the reason... Um, Kevin is on is because as the listeners know, I love sneakers. Um, there is a segment of my audience that doesn't, but they're older. They listen to the podcast on a Zoom. Zoom? Zoom. Do you oh, remember what a Zoom is? Microf- Microsoft Zoom? Yeah. Wow. I mean, there is there is <laughs> listeners Did that... Did not know. I don't know what they... I mean, I don't know. Well, bless them. Shout out for supporting my guy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But I love sneakers and I can talk about sneakers for a very long time. And what I mean, how cool is it to talk to someone who has a ton of sneakers, but also has this super good is very proficient at acquiring sneakers. Wow. I'm humbled. That really (laughs) means a lot. (laughs) I mean, as we were talking about, I'm proud of the collection I've accumulated, I've had a lot of good opportunities and met the right people along the way. But I feel like a lot of it has to do with karmatic behavior. Mm. I try to give to people and hopefully get back something and you throw know, some good out, get yeah, some back. Yeah, ideally. I mean, I've been uh, doing this, like the botting part of this uh, industry for the last four and a half years. Uh, the reason I uh, got into it is... You know, I I had always been like a little sneakerhead and always followed the trends and stuff. But uh, for a long time, I had battled addiction and Mm. uh, I was on opiates for 15 years of my life. I struggled with like severe addiction, uh, hurting everyone around me. From an injury or for? Yeah, uh, I have a really bad back still to this day. That's never going to change. But uh, I fell out of a tree when I was a little kid. Oh. My neighbor, who turned out to be a serial killer, uh, chased me up a tree. And <laughs> Wait, yeah. so we've gone from sneakers to opium, <laughs> opium <laughs> to to serial killer. Yeah. So, what did he did he have a chainsaw or a hacksaw chasing you up this tree? No, we were playing tag. Uh, so you were playing tag with the serial killer. Yeah, I'm assuming you didn't know he was. No, one we during- were much younger. I was about uh, seven years old, actually. I was seven when this happened. He was. Uh, Probably five, six years older than me, but he was like in the neighborhood, one of the kids who was around. Is this here in the Seattle area? No, 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 no. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. where they breed them. Man, was it Jared Dahmer? (laughs) Fortunately not. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, no, it was uh, his name is uh, Joe Clark. Uh, Baraboo, Wisconsin. He's known as like the Baraboo Bone Breaker. Weird cat. The Uh, Baraboo Bone Breaker? Yeah. Okay, so what was his M.O.? Yeah, he's he's sick. <laughs> but uh his thing was uh younger guys. Uh he liked to uh Chase them feel their bones break. He liked Ooh. the feeling of bones breaking and uh That is nuts. Yeah, there was a few run-ins I had. I always was like really uncomfortable around him. I was terrified of him. Like anytime he was in my vicinity, I would get scared death. Scared to death. Like we were uh but yeah, the time he chased me up a tree, I fell out, uh, broke both my arms and oh. uh, ended up like reversing the curvature of my spine. And 
So it's been messed up uh, ever since then. Hmm. So, you so know, were you, were, was he older than you? Same yeah, age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, I like, I think five to six years older than me. So I, he was like a, a, a teen chasing mm-hmm. a little kid. Yeah, yeah. What did he, what was he chasing you for? We were playing tag, but uh, I was deathly scared of him. Like I had always been scared of him. He was like a, a brawny country boy, you know, big kid. And uh, I'm just mm. this little short fat kid running away from him and I climb up the tree scurrying up as fast as I can. So you probably weren't going to be a victim. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Roasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I, uh, I turns out maybe, maybe not, but yeah. You know Uh, what? I think you should modify the story. It's like, yes, I was a sexy, (laughs) I was hot for an eight year old. No, no. The funny thing is, is later on down the road, the police end up telling my mom uh, that there was a hit list. There was the uh, he had like a three pages on his hit list. It was get to now or get to know. But he had awful grammar. Yeah. Uh, the leg thing. And there was one other thing. So. Mm. That yeah. is nuts. Yeah. Fortunately, uh, well, it never happened. I mean. The in encountering a future serial killer and you walk away with broken arms, curvaturing your spine, and an opioid addiction. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> Wasn't really a win-win, I guess. That's for sure. I mean, maybe that's the trauma that pushed me to the places I went in life. But yeah, uh, it ended up being a a weird childhood. Uh, but so, did, did they give you these powerful pain pills from a from young age, from being little? No, no, no. You know, um, to be honest, it was once I moved here to Washington State, uh, just kind of got mixed in with a couple people. And it was Mm. like, oh, here, take this. You know, your back's hurting. Right. And it was like, you know, I was not really responsibly because it wasn't provided by a doctor. Yeah. But it was like, you know, I knew these were addicting because I was a a Packers fan and Brett Favre had gotten hooked on Vicodin. Yeah. And I, I knew they were addicting. I knew they were dangerous. But Still, I was like, I mean, I'm going to be responsible with these. I mean, the uh, the idea of not having pain if you are in constant pain, I'm assuming, is a very strong call. Yeah, and I we were discussing this the other night, my fiance and I, Kelly, and uh, it's you know it is excruciating a lot of the time just to like even sit or lay in bed. But I've grown to get used to it, especially the past few years with sobriety. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to go back to that ugly place because I was a demon when that stuff was going <laughs> on. I was hurting everyone around me. And that's mm. like, you know, I enjoy like being around people and not people being like sketched out of me. And, right. you know, I Put don't want people wanna... at ease. Yeah. Versus... Yeah. And the situation we see like all around us right now with homelessness and a lot of people are battling addiction and. I see that and it's like, I know where I could end up. Mm. I either end up out there living in the rain and crappy weather and nasty tents. I mean, having that self-awareness, but then also having it, but then avoiding it, working on not getting to that place. That's a lot of hard work. And yeah, that's funny. Uh, um, the whole story with that, I mean, that's how I met my fiance, uh, as part of the, AA program, Alcoholics Anonymous, we met. Uh, I was uh, 
breaking the rules, the traditions of AA, and I hit on the girl, which we weren't supposed to do. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk to the girls. But, you know, both of us are grown, and we knew uh, that we had an interest in each other. Right. At least I knew I liked her, you yeah. know. But uh, here we <laughs> are, four nature. and a half. Yeah, right? Human nature, especially because uh, I'd finally seen a pretty girl in an AA meeting, and I was like, that's the one. I like her. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. A Denny's dinner mm -hmm. later and a movie, and here we are today. <laughs> and how, how long, how, what, four years, you said? Four and a half years? Yeah, well, it will, we'll be five years in October this year. Oh, well, congratulations Thank for that. you, thank you. And so fiancé, is there a date? Yeah. In? Well, it was supposed to be October uh, 14th of 2020. but ah, uh, stupid corona. Yeah, we even had family fly out. And then we were stuck entertaining them in corona, and there's nothing to do, so... Right. But fortunately, uh, we just we know we're together for life, so we don't. Do you need an officiant for your wedding? Uh, it's because I'm ordained. Well, yeah, and the funny <laughs> thing is, is we have uh, our our uh, brother-in-law Simon or my brother-in-law Simon. Uh, he uh, got ordained for our wedding, for your wedding, and then everything just you know, <laughs> the ball keeps rolling. Hopefully, someday Simon will be able to wed us. We we love Simon and. Yeah, shout out Simon. We have, uh, well, my wife and I go to Mazatlan almost, well, every year, minus the corona year, uh, sometimes twice a year. And we have really good friends down there. Uh, our friend Bonnie has dated her boyfriend for a few years now. And we we were talking to them and we were saying, hey, do you have a date? It's like, why don't you just get married? But they were like, no, we don't need to get married. And we're fine just the way we are. And I said, well, if you ever do decide... Let me officiate it just sort of as a joke. I, but then I did say I am ordained because if you pay 40 bucks to the universal church, <laughs> they will send you a certificate, which I did. That's awesome. <laughs> so then a few days ago, last week, they sent me a message and said, we have a date, May 27th, 2023. Come down and you can yes. officiate. <laughs> yes. All your hard work and efforts are paying off. That was holy crap. Like, what am I going to do? It's like, do I play it straight? Do I do something goofy? Do I do the princess bride, you know, with the funny voice? Yes. I mean, I, I'm, I think I have to ask them what they want first. <clears throat> Dude. I should probably do that. Well, anyway. It makes anyone, me think of that. If I hear anyone say I'm getting married, I say I will offer up my services to officiate, <laughs> to officiate your wedding. Well, no. So congratulations. That's awesome. And I know that we were talking a little bit about traveling and um, is there honeymoon plans? Is there. So our honeymoon. That's plan, more fun than the yeah, actual wedding. Yeah. Weddings themselves kind of suck. Right. That's what our whole thing is. Like we're not getting married at a wedding for us. Yeah. We know we love each other. We know we want to be together for life. We know we'd rather be in California or Hawaii than spending money to go to this podunk hotel yeah. to get married here right we both decided like we don't need anything big and crazy kelly spent a ton of money on a dress which is you know it's the day like i yeah. i want her to wear her dress yeah i want to see her in a dress so it doesn't have to be anything spectacular for us we're simple sort of simple people but yeah. uh which sneakers are you going to wear man i've i've discussed this with my buddy who I want to do Travis's, but I feel like that's probably going to be played out at that point. So Jordan won Dior's. Holy balls. That deserves <laughs> <laughs> your most holy, your most awesomest of days deserve some Dior's. 
That's uh I, that's funny. I was telling her that's like the most expensive retail <laughs> shoot ever released on the way here. I was like, they're like seven grand right now. Actually, they're probably more at this point. But I think like uh, if it was, I'd like to wear something like uh, just light, you know, nothing crazy. Those would be nice. But uh, I don't have Dior money. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is what this is how sneakerheads think. They're like, OK, I'm going to this is a, a very special occasion. Am I going to un-DS a pair? Am mm. I going to save yep. for a pair? Am I going to trade for a pair? That's funny. Like, yeah. that's how we, that, that's how we, th- right now I'm doing a weight loss thing. I'm trying to lose weight. Okay, okay. So, and but then I've done this three times already where I say, okay, if I lose 10 pounds, I will un-DS one of my shoes. Ooh. But I never do it. You can do it. Ultimately, I say I'm not worth, uh, these measly 10 pounds isn't <laughs> worth me un-DSing this shoe. <laughs> <laughs> then I just set myself an even loftier goal. Don't reach it. And I'm like, okay, my shoes are safe. Yeah. Like well, I'm still fat, but at least my shoes are still DS. The, the, and the funny thing is the longer you don't wear them, the better the price goes, the more the market well, climbs. You know? I mean, ideally. You're an investor at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, we've done, I've done some horrible investing lately. I uh, was one of the crazy people who bought the uh, patent ones. Oh, at the market high? Jeez. Jeez Louise, yeah. After two bottles of wine, oh, I was looking at the what they were selling for. Okay. It's like twelve, thirteen hundred. Oh, geez. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna put a low ball offer. Yes. Do so it. I put a low ball offer. <laughs> and it got accepted. It got accepted. <laughs> what was your low ball? Man. Not low enough. How much? Nine. Oh, okay. So like after it was all said and done, it was just under, it was just, it was just about a thousand Yeah, it was cheap. Yep. yep. So then, you know. That's brutal. So now they're going like 400 bucks. Yeah, they'll go. And I mean, the good thing about that shoe is they've not released anything similar to that in a long time. Plus it's an actual like OG high. So I feel like that shoe will eventually see like $1,500 back. You're just, you know, long-term investment. Yeah. That's just, what Paris at soulmate said. He said, yeah. it might take a year or two, but well, probably more than a year. Yeah. Probably it might, two, it three. might take you so a couple years, but you'll, you'll get your money back. But mm-hmm. which is, I don't even know why I'm worried about it because yeah. I've had, we, we spoke about during my, um, uh, honeymoon when I bought these Jordan fives in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How long have I been married? I just want to yell. How long have we been married? <laughs> We've been married for a bit. I still haven't even tried them on. Man. And I've had them for over for over 10 years. Wow. They're to that point where you can't wear them anymore either. Because they'll just disintegrate? Yeah, I think so. I'll have you see them. Because they've always been stored in a cool, dark place. Okay. I feel like that does have to have some sort of like sanctity to it at least. Like it, I feel like that's the one thing for help. Like... If it is in a cool, dark place, there's yeah. no like humidity. When I had that back door at Nike, I'd see like pairs that came from Memphis that were made like within one year. Yeah. And they would come to me just ugly, like yeah. off whites that were just yellowed. And they, they had released like within the last year. Yeah. And it's funny how that happens, but there's so much humidity in Memphis right. that you, it makes sense. Man, that all and those even shoes, in those trucks. Yeah, in the shipping containers shipping now. Containers. I'm intrigued to see all these shoes coming <laughs> I off. How these many sh- they are, dude? 
Have you looked down there lately? <laughs> There's so many containers. I like that meme where it says, "I'm going Christmas sh- before Christmas." Like I'm going grocery, <laughs> I'm going Christmas shopping, and someone in a rowboat going out to the shipping <laughs> container. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's like I'm super curious of how much, how much stuff like that is stranded right. out there, just waiting. It's funny. Like I, uh, I don't know if I told you this. I told Paris. Uh, we. Uh, I, we had got up to Seattle and I was on Instagram just like I had I always get these weird feelings when something's releasing mm-hmm. and it's like, go there. But I'm just too lazy to go there. <laughs> and I'm never up in Seattle, so I didn't go there. And turns out the Michigan State Dunks were mm. releasing at Nike today. Those, and those released like a year and a half ago. Right. And those are like, you know, a four or five hundred dollar shoe at this point, a hundred dollar retail. So four hundred dollar profit. If we both would have went, we would add a little eight hundred dollar evening. Oh. But uh, unfortunately, I never go. I always Man. have these like gut instincts feelings to go and I never do it. Man. So it's there weird. you go. That should be your 2020. What year are we in? 2022. That should be your yeah. 2022 resolution to, to act on them. Yeah, that's funny you say that because uh, I knew like the patent breads were going to release there. I knew the Crimsons were going to release a bait the other day. And I was just like, I'm not going. And then sure enough, look on Instagram that morning. There it is. They released and I Man. miss out on a couple hundred dollars. You can uh, you can monetize these Spidey senses that you I have. should. <laughs> well, I have just I have or I like know. like a subscription, a yeah. subscription to my brain to. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin's sneaker Spidey sense. Right. Someone will pay like do like a OnlyFans. There we go. <laughs> How's that one work? Five dollars a month. Like nothing crazy, right? And then just right? you know, just say, hey, I feel like it's gonna go here. It, it, I feel like there is value to it. If like I know there's a ton of people in this area who would like to know, like I know I told this kid last week, I was like, Hey, I feel like Bates gonna do it today. Sure enough, they did. And I was like, did you go? He's like, no, I didn't. Did you? Mm. Of course not. I didn't go. He's like, you were right, though. That could have been five bucks a month right there. And $200 profit. That's right. If I'm not lazy. (laughs) Plus that drive, man, the drive is so brutal every single Uh, time. Tacoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not gotten any better. At this point, it's like north. It's an hour. And then south, it's an hour and a half every single time, regardless of the time of day, it seems. Yeah, I did. Um, during COVID, I did make that trip. I was telling her the last time we drove up, like uh, it was like first COVID prime time. No one on the roads. It was the best trip of my life. <laughs> I literally did not see one car from Tacoma right. to Seattle. It was so awesome. Mm. I felt like uh, I am legend Will Smith <laughs> just flying down the freeway going 100. No one around. No one there. It was amazing. And then now it's all back. Uh, probably worse yeah. than before. I think that was to pick up the Travis Air Max 272. That was the trip. Yeah, like. yeah. See, I don't even try to get something retail. I don't try at all. I don't try any raffles. I mean, there was a, I, I was part of a cook group that was doing slots, but mm-hmm. I never got them. They were doing free slots and I just never got anything. So I just completely gave up. Slots are so tough at this point, even now, too, with the recent changes. Yeah. Now that Foot Locker is no more like uh, they're doing raffles. Yeah. And raffles are just bad news. Right. If you see a store doing a raffle, you can just basically take the ticket you entered with 
throw it away in the can. And then they're doing raffles, but they're also doing just p- different uh, specific locations are doing them. Yeah, it's messy. It's um, so messy. Do you follow any of the YouTube sneaker channels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you follow? Time. Well, for Cam, Cam's Kicks, he's kind of a big one. He's yeah. doing, uh, he's being sponsored now by a cook group. Is he? Oh, that I is, saw that. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Something Sauce. Right. A-Team Chefs. That's who he's sponsored uh, by, A-Team Chefs on Twitter. It's uh, 60 bucks a month, but he was Holy pretty smokes. much saying they're slots. Yeah, that's and they're, that's a scammy business, but man. But 60 bucks a month? For slots that never hit. That won't it's, hit. It's all, <clears throat> it's all taking advantage. And right. that's why I think that whole part of the business is super ugly. Well, it's people who knew. Know, right. Mm-hmm. And they hear about botting mm-hmm. and then they're like, for sure, I'm going oh, to hit a like, hundred like, because everyone thinks that botters oh, so hit on easy. everything. Yeah, but yeah. that's I mean, I wish that was the case. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. in the cost to hit that many pairs right now, I'm not even joking. You is minimum a thousand a month. Okay. I, I think if you're like a really intelligent kid, you could probably get it for like four to five hundred, maybe just by the amount of proxies you buy. Like, right. But so you, for the again for our audience out there who still listens on Zoom, <laughs> what is a bot? What is a proxy? So a bot is a automation software. Which automation software? Basically, what you do is you'll plug in a link to a, like a select site. We'll say Nike, but I'm going to caveat that Nike is especially hard to buy. Right. So, uh, but what you do is you take your info that you have, like, uh, I know this sneaker's releasing on Nike, so I put this link in, and I put in my credit card information, plug it in, I start right before the release, and ideally, it'll just automatically try to purchase it. Right. So, uh, recently, the one benefit to the botter is uh, restocks on, like, uh, Foot Locker and... Uh, champs and those kinds of sites and they're restocking like ones and Yeezys, whatever and uh what you do is you just put in the product skew you start your task uh which is basically your link running the skew Mm -hmm. and uh it'll basically try to purchase that pair as fast as possible so it enters in all your information lightning fast and does the checkout. Yep. And then hopefully, hopefully the order goes the through. Yeah. And then hopefully they don't cancel. I know like last week I was telling you, uh, it's gotten really competitive one and then two really expensive recently. And then three profit margins are a little smaller than they've been over the last two years that a lot of people have gotten used to. Yeah. So unfortunately I, I hit a really good shoe, the Panda Dunks. Uh, I hit 20 <laughs> pairs of them. Those, that's a funny shoe to me. And they're so simple it's and the, whack. The simplest of shoes. It's whack. Sells for $375, 400 bucks, Easy depending money. Depending on the size. Yeah. And, it, you know, that would have been a great profit morning. Like, you yeah. know, basically 300 profit a pair, 20 pairs, six grand morning. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know what happened, but every single order ended up getting canceled. Mm. And, there's no rhyme or reason at this point why they cancel. Yeah. It's just bad luck sometimes. I mean, and really, I think I, as an older guy, I'm almost 40 years old. I've spent countless hours, hundreds, <laughs> thousands of hours at this point, like trying to figure, figure out this out whole industry. Magic. And uh, I, I feel like it's getting harder and harder as well, the days go by. I mean, I'm sure these websites are adapting and changing. Oh, for sure. And- 
they're trying to get ahead of it, but the captchas and the everybody the, knows a what lot. the captcha is. So not only do you need this special software that will let you create this task so that it can monitor the site and do the auto checkout, you also need to hide where you are yeah. via proxies. And there are many different proxies, but they are definitely not created equal. No, they're not. And then there's your basic ISP, and mm-hmm. then there are what's the the mega one? The resis, the, residentials. Yeah, the resident. So the residentials are the basic ones. Yeah. And then yeah. the ISPs are the more robust. The, they're the Rolls Royce, and yeah. the the resis are like the Ford, yeah. Eclipse. It, it, they do Ford. a better job of hiding where you are. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that these websites don't. Um, catch you basically yeah essentially so you're paying i mean i i was paying like 15 was it like 15 bucks a gig yeah it's so expensive 15 bucks a gig Mm -hmm. but if you actually try to get a shoe you could use a few gigs depending on how many tasks you set up depending on how many sneakers you want and if you want a certain size or not so the well what is the let's say um for a release Okay. How much are you spending? What are your costs for a release? Man, it's funny that Panda Dunk restock. We'll just go off of that. That's yeah. just something random that just popped up uh, last Thursday morning. You know, I was up early. I saw that it looked like they were going to restock. <clears throat> and resis right now, it's it's wise to run them because you can run bulk of the tasks. Mm. So I can run, you know, thousands of my credit card over you know ISPs I only have like 200 of them because they're so expensive. Yeah. Uh but on that drop day I ended up burning through about 40 gigs. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I burned through about 40 gigs and I was gutted. Obviously right. because that's a hefty loss. So it is expensive. That's a big loss. Yeah. And it, uh I feel that people look at botters the same way that they look at anyone who is in shape. So mm. for example, like Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or Chris Hemsworth for Thor, right. people look at them and they're like, Oh, easy. Right. Steroids. All yep. they did was take steroids. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, again, if it were that easy, like <sighs> we can pump your, that person who is making that comment, we can pump them full of the top level, top shelf steroids. Right. Yeah. They're never gonna look like that. No, never exactly. ever. Exactly. So the 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 parallel here is that the people who say, "Oh, botters are ruining it," like just try it. Yeah, like, I, just, I think so. Just try it. Go to, um, uh, go to a place that sells bots. You can go to this website called WHOP, WHOP mm-hmm. dot io. Uh, you can rent a bot for a day right. now and you can <laughs> literally spend five bucks. It's much cheaper than it was. <laughs> yeah. As That's far crazy. as that goes, you, the like super high end stuff, they're not quite on there, but you've got the likes of like NSB, Velox. These are different bots, by yeah. the way. Kodai, all these big name bots. Right. Which, I mean, Prism. Right. Was it's on going, there. Is it? It's on Prism? there. And it's working great. So it's killing the easy supply. It's, but if you were to buy this bot, isn't Prism like a Ten thousand dollars. That's bot. interesting. Since the market is just nosedived. Oh, because wow. now that rentals are a thing. Yeah. It's I've taken a bath just on bots alone. <laughs> I've taken a serious bath. There are so many moving parts to this. It's right. picking the right bot, the right, right uh ISP, the mm-hmm. right the right 
then not only that, but then in your task, you can change the time that yeah. things refresh. You have the delays. And and the delays and know, knowing which site will work best with different delays. So you might start the task at a certain delay, but then, yep. you know, switch a, it up. Yeah, switch it up. Drop. So like there's so many moving parts. So for all those people who are like, oh, botting, they just get it through botting. Mm -hmm. It's just a bot. That is the just try it. Just, yeah. just try it and and then try for something that's not even super highly sought after. Just right. try it for a, for a Jordan a, a 5 Jordan or really. something. <laughs> just something simple. A Jordan 12. You know, I, I'm sure if you put the work in the little bit of money that first release, you're going to learn that it's not as simple. I mean, especially now with the changes they've made, yeah. it's so it's so fluid. I've never. <clears throat> excuse me. I've never seen it so fluid as it's been recently. Like just so many moving parts so fast right it's, now. It's very, and then plus you have to wake up at five in the morning. Oh, <laughs> we have it rough on the West coast. All the guys on the East coast that I talk to every day are like, you guys, yeah. they complain about 8am and they complain Man. about 7am in the central yep. time. Cause I'm like, please. Cause it's uh yeah, it goes a lot on Eastern time. So you have to get up super early. Well, I mean, if it, no, you have to get up before five, right? You have to right. get up at four something to yeah. make the five o'clock to hit well, the eight o'clock. And time. then if it's a easy release, uh, the foot sites, they'll release their, uh, inventory at 4am our time. So 7am Eastern, <laughs> imagine living in Hawaii. You know, the funny thing Man. is I've never met a Hawaii botter. No. You know why? Because they don't want to get up that early. Man. <laughs> they want they're out surfing. That's, right. They're out surfing. They're that out early. living a good life. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> In the sun. So I mean, all of this is because we love sneakers and we try to get them. I mean, you want to actually get them and you've developed this proficiency to use this technology. Yeah. I tried, I crashed and burned big time. So I don't even look at what's releasing. Uh, I don't enter any raffle. I just <sighs> figure I'll, if I see a shoe that I really like, I'll just, I mean, I, I just have accepted the fact that I'm going to have to pay resale value for it. And I'm okay with that because I don't wake up at four in the morning and I'm not spending, I'm not spending crazy money to, to try to bot for it. So I'm okay for it. Um, <clears throat> but these are the things that we do because we love these yeah. sneakers. And like we yeah. were talking before is the, for the most part, your average sneakerhead there is something that started it. Yeah. Like for, so what was, what was your, like, what pushed you? I mean, we, you, you, what pushed you to saying, Hey, I love sneakers. I love the culture. I love following all of this. What was your man kickoff? So, yeah. Like I said, I grew up in a really small town, really, really small town, but my dad who uh, grew up in the city, he grew up in Chicago. In the Chicago area, Oswego, Illinois. Oh, I grew up in Aurora. I grew up in Aurora. <laughs> so, uh, had a ton of friends from Aurora, Illinois. I went to church camp with every year, and cool. uh, crazy. This is wild. Uh, <laughs> Aurora is a beautiful town, small, yeah. cool little city. You second, yeah, second biggest city in Illinois. Yeah, and My it's wife, an awesome city. My Wayne's World. Wayne's World. My wife laughs every time I say that. The second biggest city in Illinois. Yeah, that's so wild. It is, too. Cool little town. But, uh, yeah. So my dad grew up in the Oswego area, uh, and uh, he was a huge Bulls fan. Mm. And he got 
you know, obviously during my time, the Bulls were crazy good. Mm. And uh, I grew up and we used to have WGN as one of our five channels in our right. household. So I would never miss like a Cubs or uh, a Chicago Bulls game or a, a Sox game. I grew up on like the Chicago teams because we couldn't see the Wisconsin teams. Ah. But uh, yeah, so I grew up watching the Bulls. I remember like just being infatuated with Jordan, like everything he did. I'd go, uh, you know, I'd go out onto the the little cement driveway we had and dribble <laughs> the ball and pretend I was Michael Jordan and, you know, stick my tongue out with everything I did, every right. layup and every missed backboard i thought i was michael jordan when i was a kid but yeah so it started with that and we had this little like sneaker store in our town and they had like nice shoes but we couldn't afford it in my whole you know household and i i think that's what created the monster that it is today right. where i have just an obsession basically and a compulsion to have all these different sneakers that i probably won't be able to wear a quarter of them <laughs> right. and i'm too scared to wear a three three-fourths of them <laughs> i haven't even asked what's uh, what's the number on your collection uh i've actually dwindled down since covid it's not as obsessive as it was but it was like mid covid it got up to like 150 pairs of wow. just like high end like yeah. the most expensive not shoes. your general and release yeah it's not the easy to get stuff i was nice. i've like i tried to like if i was gonna be doing it i would hold on to like the stuff that i really liked and unfortunately it was all this <laughs> crap that's super high end and hype and yeah any size 12 in there <laughs> yeah, there was a couple. I know they ended up in Paris's shop a couple weeks ago. SMS two hundred six dot shop. Check them out. I'll have to, I'll have to check. Yeah, I, there was a couple I, off whites that ended up up there. And every yeah. time size twelve comes through, I have to look at it. And then yeah. Paris gets mad because he says I can't pilfer. I can't rummage through all of his twelve. I still 12. owe you a pair of shoes. I'll never like be able to get it out of my mind, but. I know I was supposed to try to get you a UNC four ah. <laughs> and uh, I was, I've had some serious mm. issues in the past with uh, UPS and FedEx drivers, but yeah. Oh, stealing. Yeah. Whack. Just recently in the last week, I lost a pair of the bread or patent bread. So man, That's luckily, yeah, luckily we, I haven't had that issue. Our, our, I know the guys who do the route here and they seem to be pretty cool guys. Um, <clears throat> So did, you know, I'm fairly similar where yeah. my parents were like, no freaking way am right, I spending right. more than a few bucks on yep. your shoes. So did, you know, and you mentioned, before, you know, you mentioned having, you know, the whole opioid thing. Did, did, did you use sneakers as a way to like for, for stress relief, for like keeping your mind yeah. off of the, the, the pain that you're in. Right. Is it sort of therapeutic to, to do all of I this? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that so. Is, so yeah. Tell me like, so is it, when you do that, if you're focusing so much, like for example, body, yeah, yeah. there are so many moving parts. Right. Right. When you're thinking, how can I do this? What's wrong? Uh, how can I make this better? Mm -hmm. You sort of zone out. So is that yeah. what sort of happened where you forget everything else? Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, uh, <clears throat> I notice sometimes I'll just like be sitting at my computer, like working or reading articles or, you know, reading guides on this specific release or site or bot, whatever it is. I, I notice like 
more than anything though, it's the community that really like makes it worth it and makes it like what I really enjoy about it. Like I love the guys I get in voice with every release day. It makes it a lot more fun too, just having the community there, whether it makes, you know, it makes it a lot easier if you don't hit that release to mm-hmm. know, well, at least this guy got a couple, or at least this guy got one, and you know, <laughs> Live the, vicariously a bit. <clears throat> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it leaves you a little bitter. Like, what the hell did he do that I didn't right. this time? That's how I felt every single time. Well, and I know I, I, I it's I, impossible. I, I would, I think that it's very difficult to. Well, first, it's very difficult to do like a tutorial mm-hmm. because it everything is so different from release to release. Um, So really the only thing you can do is just give general guidelines and then have someone figure it out for themselves. Yeah. I think, you know, that's been the tough thing we've had lately too. Like with my group, uh, we always like were thriving on the fact that we were able to teach a lot of new guys like, Hey, we came into this and now I'm doing this. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of the guys that are on my staff, they, uh, they themselves are people that I taught, but at this point, it's like harder and harder. So it's like I can't really teach <laughs> right. the new kids coming in the how Wrong to ride pains. their bike because the bike has broken pedals and <laughs> the spokes are falling off. So it's been pretty difficult uh, recently. But, yeah, I think uh, to go back to it, I think a lot of my my love for sneakers came from the fact that just watching him play when I was a kid and then not being able to afford it. I remember I'd go work for my uncle and he had this big old yard, like probably about three or four acres. He Mm. lived on this massive farm with a barn and everything, a beautiful place like out in the middle of nowhere. But I'd go out there and mow his grass and he'd pay me $20. (laughs) And I remember I'd like go home immediately in the East Bay magazine and circle what shoe I was going to buy after the summer was over with my money. And that was like my first so nice. I purchased the Jordan 5 Metallics because they were like oh. 60 bucks on sale because no one had wanted them. Right. They were like the Jordan 5 Black Metallic is what they are. So, Man, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I'm on that same boat uh, working, not being able to get us. And even when I did get my first job uh, being 13 or so and then going to the store fully ready to get, I don't even remember which Jordan it was. It might have been like the six, the five or the six, and then looking at it and saying, okay, if I buy this, this is going to take 30 to 40% of the money that I made this week. And it's like, you know what? Nope. I worked. There's too much sweat, right. too many splinters oh. uh, to do this. So I just put it back and ended up getting a Charles, like a Charles Barkley, yep. a black one with purple and white. Still an awesome shoe. The 94 up tempo. I think that's what they shoe. were. Yeah. Or 96, one yeah. of the two. Yep. Awesome shoe. Uh, but I that's what I ended. But it was like 80 bucks. It was like 75, 80 bucks compared to the 125 or so that the Jordans were. Yeah, I remember one time I like finessed my mom into buying me a $40 pair of shoes. And I ended up getting like these Grant Hill Filas. Oh, <laughs> I think I the had The one with like too. the diamond on the yeah, side. where it's yeah. A, yeah, man. You know, I grew up, I grew up in Aurora and I went to a private school my whole life. Okay. And... Um, my, we were lower middle class. Yeah, yeah. So um, were we. I mean, my, the, we always had, I mean, we weren't 
we weren't poor. There was no poverty there, but there was just no, there wasn't a lot of discretionary income to spend on a lot of stuff. And everyone that I went to school with, because it was a private school, they were middle to upper middle class. Okay. And I'm, everyone that was, all of the, the, the guys pretty much had Jordans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I like, they wouldn't really tease me about it, but occasionally I would get, you know, laughed at that I was wearing, that I didn't have airs. That yeah. they were just like Nike forces with no oh, air trust on me. them. I remember this. I remember <laughs> and then I remember my, I'm telling my mom, they don't say air on them. <laughs> it's not good <laughs> it's like my mom had, she had zero like understanding <laughs> right? of what that means. What it's are like, you talking like, about? Like it needs to say air right there. Right. And then of course she would say, just write it on them. She's <laughs> like, I can't do that. Well, Virgil ended up doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> she was that's way more true. innovative. Um, but the, like what I'm curious about, and if I could do like a documentary of, of my middle school life, oh wow! like I'm yeah. super curious of all of those kids who got every Jordan release, hmm. do they care about sneakers now? Yeah. That's funny. You say that, uh, there, I, I, I know a lot of the kids, like I, I'm still friends with a couple on Instagram, one of them. Yeah. And he grew up like us. But somehow, like, I think his grandparents may have had money. Like, mm. maybe that's how he got his. But I know he still has the bug. And uh, it's, okay. I think he also is recently into sobriety. Like, the past three years, he's a good guy that I grew up with. Rode the bus with him. And uh, he, uh, he, like, I, he, he has a few things going on. I see him, like, has he's started a little nice collection. So he's one of the few. But they I remember, like... It. Yeah, I remember vividly, like, uh, our thing on top of the airs is if you had, like, the starter jacket or not. It was, like, the kids with the starter jacket on this team, the broke boys on this team. (laughs) I was always over on that, you know, (laughs) not the starter jacket side, not the Nike starter jacket. But I think think my buddy gave me a starter jacket. Yeah, yeah, we ended up getting them. I got one secondhand when I was in, like, middle school. I ended up getting yeah. a Michigan State one. You know, I looked on eBay torn. not that long ago to, to see if they were still. Oh, they're big now. Actually, you know what's so funny? I don't even think I had a bull starter jacket. I think I had a cowboy starter jacket. But I, it was a gang thing because of the five-point star. Of course. Like, of I don't think you could Oh, you were a GD back then, huh? <laughs> well, uh, no, Probably, five. No? Well, Six. no, there was a Latin gang. Yeah, Latin the Kings. Kings. Yeah. Um, it's such Midwest I crap. think that's why they had to do it. Because we couldn't wear black and red in, right. in our We couldn't wear it in Baraboo either. Yeah. A town of 10,000 people. <laughs> you know, all the bangers in the small town. Yeah, the black and red were vice lords. And they yeah. were on the west yes. side of the city. So we couldn't wear black and red. Oh, but I think funny. I did have the the cowboys. Um, but the I had one friend. His name was Kevin. Really? And he, I think he was worse off than me. Like okay. he had, he, he, he was, um, I think he lived with his grandma. Okay. And I remember we were kind of buddies just because we were both had the camaraderie of not having money like the other yeah. kids. And one day he comes in and he's wearing the sixes. And I'm like, oh, where did what? you get those? He said, I bought them used. And I remember thinking, you bought huh. used shoes? <laughs> it's like, who does that? <laughs> But then he bought them, and then I said, well, how did you get them? And he caddied 
a couple times at oh. the little Aurora Golf Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I was just, ca- I just caddied enough to buy these U's, and I'm like that's, that's it. awesome. I'm like, that is so cool. <laughs> and th- th- that's, I mean, those, and those, the infrared sixes. That's those are my favorite. Oh, ones. I love that shoe. That is my absolute favorite They're Jordan so of all time. Uh, and I think it became because of that because I couldn't get them, and he got them because uh, he that makes sense because he caddied. Yeah, yeah, that and, makes sense. And and man, it's just there's just a whole lot of that. I think that's my like my love for the bread is that Utah Jazz game, uh, the bread eleven. Yeah, I think that's why like that game like permanently because it was just so pivotal, pivotal, pivotal <laughs> in my lifetime. Right. I, I it's funny how such small moments while it was huge for Chicago and Bulls fans, but yeah. That, that game he played lights out and I just remember I've like that shoe has always been like the one for me and it's mm. such a cool looking shoe in the first place but yeah they're like, my beater sneakers right are now are they yeah. I don't even own a pair I sold my I pair had, I, I did the why. dumbest thing I had two brand new ones and then I started to use one and then I don't know why I used the other one once Oof. so it's like why did I do that <laughs> You just so got to wear it in. It was like, I, I I don't know. I don't know why I did that, but I put that one back and then now I'm the other, they're all beat. They're starting to come undone. Oh no. But I'll, I'll get another pair. They're so expensive though. Everything. I mean, now the retros are finally getting the respect after the last dance. Yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of kids are finally going to realize how good MJ was Man. now that they're seeing the wind down of Bron's career. Ugh. Which has been ugly, by the way, if you're I, a Lakers fan. You know, I have not seen a basketball game probably since Kobe retired. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I just have no interest in basketball. Watching it, none. I don't know. I can't. I know LeBron is a Laker, but just because it's I, I occasionally watch SportsCenter. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know anyone from any other team really just don't keep up with that at all i don't know who's good um but i stopped watching basketball the first time after jordan retired the second time oh okay okay but then i started getting into kobe so i started watching yeah, him but then when he retired so fun then it's like you know what i'm that that's it and then it just sucks it's like the, mm-hmm. you you get the, the 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 officials play too big of a part in I the agree. game it's so impactful. I don't it, like it. I, I'm a Bucks fan. Being from Wisconsin, Giannis is so fun to watch. He's so talented. He's seven foot and plays like a point guard, yeah. like BG Armstrong back in the day. Right. But yeah, I mean, the NBA is not what it used to be. Plain mm. and simple. It's all flopping. And I think I, I used to love <laughs> how hard they would play back in the day. Man, like Bill Lampier and Isaiah Thomas against the Bulls and. How that rivalry was created. It was so fun to yeah. watch. We sound like man. a bunch of old dudes. Now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yelling at the clouds. What are we doing, man? We sound like the old guys yelling at the clouds. It was, it but was it's, so much better. But it's true. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm more of a college basketball guy anyway. That one time a year, if my team makes it, uh, I love watching the March Madness. The, Round is 64. That's so much fun. I think it's just 
but that's about to be different now too because of the the likeness or name, yeah. image, and likeness and the NIL rule or whatever. I think that's going to change how college basketball is done. Man, that is this is why I do not like team sports. Mm. Uh, I like mano a mano. I do too. I love UFC. I oh, love boxing. Is. I then then I'm into F1. I, I I like Lewis Hamilton. I don't I hate know much. Him, I don't know much I like about racing. it, but I like watching that it's, guy. Yes, it is a team sport, uh, but when it's it, it's the it's a team sport in the same sense that boxing is a team right, sport. Right, right. Uh, so you train, you know, you work with your team, mm-hmm. but then when it comes out to actually going and doing your job, it's just you, and that's why I like it. Uh, I've been into it now for three years now. Oh, okay. okay. And you know, you you mentioned Hawaii people waking up early. Yeah. I wake up at oh. four a.m. on the weekends <sighs> during F one season because these races are in Eastern Europe. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or Monaco or wherever they are. Yeah, that's I so mean, early. The only break I get is in the during the Canadian Grand Prix, the Mexican Grand right. Prix, the U.S. Grand Prix, Brazil. And, uh, well, they didn't have any races in Asia last year, but, or when they have them in Japan oh, yeah, yeah. or in China, then right. they're late at night. Yeah. Uh, but man, it was, it's just awesome. Uh, my wife got me tickets to the U S Grand Prix oh, in nice. 2019. So I got to go. Really? Where was that at? In Austin. Oh, nice. It was is that Austin. where it is every year? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, lately yeah. they've, they've had races in Vegas in okay. um, Long Beach. Austin's such a rich city. Well, I did something dumb. I flew into Houston, okay. stayed with a buddy, woke up early, drove to Austin, that's a far watched drive. the race, Eight and hours? then came back. Four hours? It was like four hours. Yeah, that's like, a why far did drive. I do this? You're like, like oh, it's a short commute. Like, why, <laughs> why the heck did I do this? <laughs> it should have just stayed. Like, I mean, I like, I mean, my buddy is cool and all, but it's like, it wasn't eight hours driving right that's funny (laughs) you know i ate that four hours is a lot i i have an hour drive home and i just decided i'd stay up here tonight (laughs) because i didn't want to drive home after this i'm staying a few blocks away at a hotel (laughs) (laughs) i probably should have done that yeah what i ended up doing was driving to a whataburger oh yum i ordered about I ordered three cheeseburgers Food coma. and two or three orders of chicken strips, oh. uh, a drink, a bunch of fries Yo. and a, like a shake or something. <laughs> and I was my, like my plan was to just eat all the way oh, home no. oh. to just just to keep on moving just so that I had something to do. Uh, but it was man, it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, you should check out the uh, show called Drive to Survive on Netflix. I I've heard about it. It's good. That's it, what got me into it. Uh, we will. We'll definitely watch it's it because we always struggle to find stuff to watch. There's season. There's three seasons. Awesome. Uh, I'm in season one because it actually follows the F1 teams. Yeah, right. They, they yeah. pick. They pick two teams that give them a lot of access. Right. And uh, man, it's just it's just like it's just and then to think that these dudes are going 180 miles an hour right they're going 100 miles an hour doing left and yeah. right turns and then there's there's you know you have to be in the track you have to have 
respect track limits and right. and then even just how it's set up where on Friday and Saturday it's a practice then uh, the last thing on Saturday is a qualifying which is super exciting and right. then the race on Sunday so it's a 3 day it's a 3 yeah, day event you know the the pit stops that those teams do is it's bananas it's show those NASCAR kids what the hell's that man that's the, so wild. It's uh, literally Red Bull seconds. has the record. It's they did one, I believe, in one point four seconds. That's so wild. That's man. changing four tires, changing four tires, and lifting it in the and air, lifting and it, dropping and then it, and dropping again. it. That's so wild. One point four seconds. Imagine, man. It's so that's like another thing. Like, Who's like your I favorite add. UFC fighter? Um, you know what? It's probably well. No, it's easy. Thug Rose. I love Thug Rose, a little Wisconsin girl right there. Man, she's, she's my she's favorite. She's a Lithuanian killer. She is so amazing. She's so fun to watch. Man, I love just, her. Pat Berry, too. Such a lovable duo, man. Yeah. Such a cool duo. It's a, it, you n- would never think that this fighter could murder. Like, she could yeah. murder me. She beat up Wei Lee pretty bad. I man. did not expect that. No, either did I. All. But her little like I am, I am a champion. I am a champion. Makes you cry. I am the best. I literally <laughs> cried. I literally cried watching that. She did a collab with RVCA, that brand. Oh What's yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Are, uh, just like a clothing brand. Yeah, she right? just yeah. Had, it's like it looks like a Supreme shirt. Yeah, it's literally just a face. What? Man, my the, those shirts sold out so fast. I should try to find really? them on StockX. I should get it because I want it. Like, are they I, on StockX? You think? I, I don't know. Man. Maybe. Who's your favorite guy fighter? Uh, let's see. He's a big TJ Dillashaw guy. <laughs> <laughs> Colby Covington. Colby. No, I'm a, no, I like Usman a lot. You, that's he's probably a good who fighter. I'll say. He's fun. He's fun to watch. He's talented. He's strong. He's. I man, I want to look Habib's like him. Habib's great too. Do. Yeah, Habib is. I just wish he fought more. Yeah. Yeah, all of his are good. Yeah. All of you know the, what I like about these guys is that their fights are rewatchable. Yeah. Like you said Mayweather earlier. Right. I don't I mean, yes, he's really good. Right. But his fights aren't rewatchable. So boring because it's all defense. He's such a good fighter yeah, that everything's I'm, so defensive. I mean, they're the whole good time. during the event and fine, I appreciate right. it. But it's like the ask me how many times I've seen Pacquiao versus Eric Morales. Right. Like they they fought three times. I've seen all three fights at least a dozen times. And it's like, those are good ones to watch to see Pacquiao's progression. Cause he lost the first one. Morales beat the crap out of him. Right. And then, but then that third fight, I mean, Morales just quit. Manny knocked him down with a straight left. I believe Man. Morales went down and then just looked at his coach and then just gave a that head That was nod. prime Pacquiao time, Whoa, too. Man, I hate he was so fun to watch. He was <laughs> so fast, like throwing 500, 600 his prime punches. lasted 15 years. Yeah, he's so fun to watch. <laughs> he's just so good. Him and Freddie Roach were a deadly, deadly duel. Man, it's... I love Freddie, too. He's so awesome. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Francis is pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see this last fight? I didn't, man. What? what? It was Something Cyril was Dunn. happening Saturday night where I had to... Ch- Packers... Oh, uh, I took the heartache. Uh, that was brutal, <laughs> very brutal, painful. Last second, right? Oh, it was. I awful. get Kansas City and San Francisco mixed up. Wow, those you know that Sunday football was the best games I've ever watched, like yeah. ever for playoff football. Just back and forth, back and forth. 
I the, think they said that this was the first time that all four were one on the last, yeah, the last drive. That Bills and uh, KC game, yeah, wow, that was nuts. That's like rewatchable. The last quarter, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I like football more the last couple years. Right, football's an entertaining sport, but I I do prefer UFC. Like yeah. I, I'm obsessed with Green Bay, but I'm only Green Bay is really the only team that I get excited for. But uh, yeah, I much prefer UFC when it's not the Packers. The do you do any collecting of uh? cards like sports cards i used to when i was a kid i was heavy heavy into it like Mm -hmm. i i know a lot about cards just from i that was one of the things i was able to afford when i was a kid is like you know i have a buck two bucks i'm gonna go to walmart (laughs) and i had a really good collection just because i was smart with how i did it that was like my first like it was memorabilia and uh it was sports cards i like cards i I do too three packs of the rocky cards oh nice oh yeah i see them up there i saw on ebay the other day a whole collection of garbage oh i wonder man those have got to be worth some money at this point i had a whole bunch because everybody would take them they'd peel them and stick them to their dresser or something i feel like not many people probably have the cards i had the I had a bunch of garbage pail kids i had the batman series one and series two cards that's awesome. Uh, and then I had a whole bunch of basketball cards, too. Yeah, I was I more like sports. I had a lot of baseball and football. I was a big Marshall Falk fan when I was a kid. Uh, and then Thurman Thomas, both running backs in the NFL. And they were my guys. I yeah. don't know. Well, UFC has cards now, and they're going Dude. for crazy money. Yeah, yeah. I know some of the, like, the boxes. Dana Wade, I was watching his Instagram the other day. He was yeah. selling. Or he said one of them was selling for like 15K just for a box. That it's and it's like all it's nuts. like the pieces of the ring or pieces of someone's tooth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Some DNA. <laughs> yeah, right. Human DNA on this it's one. A blood-soaked card. Right. Or John uh, John Jones <laughs> stair, failed steroid card or <laughs> TJ Dillashaw's I'm excited to suspension. See him fight again. No. Imagine him and Francis. I, I think francis would probably win just because he's so mean man that'd be a good fight to watch i I think francis would try to do the same thing to try to take john down john's really talented though everywhere but john is better than cyril i wonder how old he is at this time he's 30 he's in his mid-30s yeah so he's still got i mean gsp was great all the way till 30 something well kind of fell off the yeah hendrix fight was brutal I, have, I haven't seen that one i should go back you he lost oh he GSP won lost. he won but he lost he took 100 the refs were really mm. or not the refs the it went to the cards but he oh. was battered it was mm. ugly it was the worst and and everybody because my whole family is big nuts on the ufc we uh we used to watch every fight and it was my sister's wedding day so we're like we gotta get home watch that fight the moment so everybody's there we have friends from all over the country who flew in and we're all watching it and everybody's like wow gsp just lost the belt tonight and it was at that time we're in the ufc where it's like well you got to finish the champ to beat the champ which isn't you know that was never like a thing but it was a thing so it's a it's a overlap from boxing yeah hendrix 
he finished the champ without finishing him. Like mm. his. Have you been to a UFC fight? I haven't yet. I've always wanted to. Yeah, I've been I want to go. Big big UFC fan for probably like fifteen years. I'd oh, say. Oh wow. no, yeah. it's time to go. Long time. I mean. I mean, plan the the trip. Yeah, around right. A UFC that, fight. That'd be awesome, you know, because yeah. it, we're down there. I, I imagine there's got to be like some fight night or something. Kelly might appreciate that more than a sneaker trip. I, she enjoyed it. <laughs> she enjoyed the NBA game. So we went to Portland a few months ago, uh, just for Portland. Yeah, we had met a guy when we were in LA who worked at a sneaker shop, and he was like uh, in this hip hop dance show. And we went down there. And oh. She enjoyed her first NBA game. We went and saw the Bulls and the Blazers just oh, on a whim. It was awesome. Man, Whoop. watching it's when you watch basketball, it's even more impressive of how big these yeah. dudes are. It was her first game. She loved it. It, was <laughs> it like, is not, it is fun to I mean, I would go to see a basketball game. I'm just not gonna watch one on TV. Yeah, I'm more of an in person. Right. Even the same thing with baseball. I wouldn't watch a baseball t- game on TV. But it's fun going, yeah, going to for to, sure to Safeco. I feel like it's different when it comes to the playoffs and stuff for me. Like, I, I'm okay missing like regular season stuff, but like for me, I, I think for like especially football, I, I'll try to watch it. But uh, it's, if it's my team, I won't miss it like playoff wise. But I think like for me, the last time I saw a Brewers game was when they were in the, I think it was the NLDS against mm. the uh dodgers a few years ago but yeah i don't even yeah the last game I, the baseball fan game i saw was probably the white Sox because i was there man i used I to go to a lot of those games when i was a kid down in chicago and in milwaukee that was one of the another cheap thing i could do when i was a kid and mm-hmm. afford to do because it was like four bucks yeah to well, go to the bleachers again the love for jordan the love for jordans when i was uh, 12 or 13 I was a new I was a paper boy oh really I had Same. a paper route nice and the that it was it was um it had to have been spring no wait when does the when does the season start and like in October for baseball yeah no for basketball oh basketball yeah October like November. October yeah so it was around that time Okay. And the newspaper, the Beacon Tribune, no, the yeah, the Beacon, it's just called the Beacon. They had a promotion where for paper boys, if oh, you signed big. six new accounts, you got one ticket. Wow. And it wasn't even a seat, it was standing room only at, at to the see the, the Bulls Center. at the no at the Chicago Stadium. Oh, oh, before the Yeah, United. this oh, was before. So I was wow, a, I was 12 big. or 13. I was little. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to go. So I hustled and got 12 new signups. Wow. So I got two tickets and the youth the the pastor's kid. Yeah. Cuz I knew my parents were like my parents right, were going right. to take me. So the pastor's kid um who was probably 21 at the time. I said, Hey, do you want to go see the bulls? And I mean, the 21 year old wasn't (laughs) going to say no. Right. So he took me, he took me to go see the game and they played, uh, they played against the New Jersey nets with draw. Well, before draws and Petrovich died. Yeah. So I got to see Jordan and I, I luckily I got to see Jordan play a couple times at the United at, at the Chicago stadium and then once in the United center. That's awesome. So it's like, man, that is like that's even more ingrained now that right. I that I have this. That's huge. That's and, a cool uh, man. Jordan had a driving range in Naperville. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That I would go to occasionally. Like, well, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what. He had a golf course in that area too, right? And like, I don't know uh, if it was a full blown. Yeah, golf course might have been a nine hole near Aurora or something, maybe yeah. near Fox. So Valley. you know what? That makes sense that you have a driving range and an executive course. Yeah. So probably yeah, I think so. But I would just go to the driving range, and that was that was super cool. But again, just you know why I love these stupid it's shoes. So awesome. Uh, and th- man, I think that th- getting the you know paying attention to this stuff definitely keeps me occupied and probably out of other trouble. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree for sure. It definitely keeps me out of trouble. That's for sure. Do you I'm, get, uh, does Kelly uh, get to benefit from your, from your oh yeah. sneakerness? Kelly definitely benefits. Yeah. What's the best sneaker she has right now? Uh, I think, I don't know as far as her favorite, but I, I think her, like the most expensive is probably her Serena blazers, oh. off white blazers. And she's had those for a while, but that's fancy. she's got some good stuff. I mean, she has off-white chucks and she has uh, some crazy Nike SB stuff that, my, you know, most people don't have. Uh, because <laughs> even in the funny thing about SB, like if you have a female size SB, the usually the prices are pretty steep because it's a much harder size to get in yeah. women's sizing. But she's benefited pretty nicely. She has, you know, mochas. and Has she asked for anything? No, she's never really asked for anything. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, like when we were on vacation, we saw a pair of, like we wanted to get her a nice pair of shoes when we were on vacation. And I think it was between the Ama 3s, but they mm. didn't have those in her size, the Ama Minier 3s. I'm trying to picture what They're the 3s like look ones like. like the white Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. And then uh, the Trav Sixes, and uh, we chose the Travis Sixes. So it was more about like that moment, you know, yeah. like on vacation, you want something to make a memory with. And right. I've always been the one to bring something home on vacation. And <laughs> I mean, we both definitely brought home a lot of stuff that trip. But nice. We had actually, you know, one of the cool things, we went to this store called Juice Store uh, USA. And it's in like the rough part of L.A., but it's in the uh, what is it called? The textile district of L.A. Mm -hmm. And it's where like Bodega and uh, Ah. a bunch of those kind of stores are. So uh, we ended up talking to the kids who work there and they ended up being really nice. And, you know, they had a little surprises hidden in the back and they hooked both of us up with some nice rare stuff. And Kelly got hooked up with a pair of uh, uh, clot. Uh, what are they called? Solar Reds. Okay. Which, you know, they're not crazy market-wise right now, but they're like a super nice quality shoe, mm. and they were like impossible to get. There was only like a thousand pairs made, and they gift, well, not gifted her one, but, you know, hooked her up with yeah. one. and Yeah. Man. So that was the first trip where she came home with more shoes than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an episode of Complex Sneaker Shopping. Okay. And they were at Bodega yeah. with, uh, oh, what's his name? The owner of the Patriots. Kraft. Kraft. Yeah. And they had a Patriots, was it an Air Force one? Probably. Man, I want that one. He's got a crazy collection. He does. Low-key, <laughs> that old man has a gnarly collection of shoes and, he's the and wear, rings. He's, he's the wears, wears them with suits kind of guy. Yeah. And it works. He gets away with it. Man, 
he's getting away with whatever he wants to <laughs> anyways. Know, like, he is massages and filthy everything. rich. <laughs> <laughs> right? That dude. I mean, he... Uh, shout out to that guy because I know he's actually really good people too to a lot of like, you know, apparently a lot of the younger people in the organization. I heard a couple stories where he helped kids with cancer and mm. stuff, like employees and stuff. So yeah. well, seems like good. a down to earth dude. Well, if you ever see those, those Patriots. Oh, I got you for sure. We'll size 12. No, size 12. Air Force Ones. Size 11 and a half, maybe. Are they? No, they I don't, don't know. The 12s work. I needed to show you the ones that my buddy's wife, my buddy's wife painted for me. Oh. Air Force I, ones. I've been telling Kelly she needs to get into that. She has the most amazing artist, like, touch. She's oh. a, a fantastic portrait artist. Like, she is crazy, but. Well, she has. She can make money. I know, but she's just scared, I think. She doesn't. We need to boost her confidence. I mean, just make a couple, post them, people will come. Right, that's she would make yeah. tons of money. Yeah, I'm like, a big fan of the Warren Lotus Voorhees dunks. I love those, man. I hit so many of those. I hit quite a few of them. Did you? Yeah, I Do did. Do you have? Well, you didn't I, have I, uh, not anymore. No, no. Oh. I, uh, that was one of my biggest hits, like ever, because those were selling for so much. And then those in like the CPFM uh, dunks, right. The ones with the crystals all over them. Yeah, I hit I think like ten pairs of those, and those are like three grand a piece. Yeah. <laughs> but well, they're expensive. I, even these even these Voorhees are still going for a few thousand bucks. They look so 12. cool. Uh, so I well well first of all I've never seen a size twelve. The shop has a size nine and a size oh. ten, I believe. Never seen a twelve, but I had my buddy's wife uh, paint one, paint an Air Force nice. one. I'll show it to you. And nice, we yeah, out. I want to see that. She painted it and it looks pretty good. It, it? it looks really good. It's like I'm still figuring out like when I'm gonna wear it. And then she said that if I wear it and it, the you know the paint comes off, that she'll just touch it up. Nice, but nice. Uh, it, it looks super cool. And so that in combined with the Freddy versus Jason that I have, uh, and then I have the Freddy Air Max 95s. Oh, those are awesome. So I have my little horror sneaker collection coming up. I love that shoe. Those are like a low key, like really slept on shoe. And I feel like those are going to be worth a lot of money someday. Well, when I the Air Max mine. 95, still, yeah. I mean, look at Paris Dunks or Freddy Krueger Dunks. Man. People wore them and they're worth tons of money. Like they're like a $20,000 ask for The them crazy right thing about the Paris Dunks is, yeah, they were hard to get, but they were like $1,000 two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Maybe, so, uh, maybe not that low. I mean, people are probably hearing, say, people are probably hearing especially these people who listen on zoom, zoom yeah <laughs> they're like what are they what are these crazy people spending all of this money but right i mean well there's people that have spent a hundred grand i think i i looked the other day uh and i think for the paris dunks they went from like six grand to like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and they're nothing crazy they're nothing nice they're nothing well i mean Man. for a collector i'm sure there's that collector out there that that's their what's, grail what's your crazy shoe Man, I'm pretty simple. I want to get like, uh, uh, to be honest, I just want to get a couple things back that I shouldn't have sold. Like <laughs> we had to get the trees cut down at our house and I used, you know, a big shoe to pay it off. So <laughs> I used the Travis Frag highs to pay it off. And, you know, that's a $4,000 shoe. I want to get them back. Yeah. And I paid a lot, but I bought it right before the market peaked because I knew when the release happened on 
<clears throat> excuse me, when the release happened on his site, that they were going to yeah. be really difficult to get and the stock was going to be low. So that night when they released, I immediately went on StockX and bought them and I got them for uh, 2400 and I ended up having to sell them. But still, I mean, 2400 is a ton of money. It's yeah. not a great deal by any means, but no, nope. unless <laughs> especially when the retail is what, 200. Unless you can get them 20, used. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, I mean, sometimes you'll find a steal for like 2500 for yeah. those, but that's not a steal. Man. Um, I think mine is the the one that I the M M&M and M four. Those are amazing. I think those, those are, are cool. like fifteen k. Have you seen the M M&M and M twos as well? Yeah. I love uh, the fours are obviously the best. They yeah. have like the little uh, Jason mask on the back, yep. and those are I really love those. cool. I wish I. I think those man. are the best four ever. I have Carhartt. Like they're, they're just impossible to get right oh, unless you pay. Sure. I they were like thirty. Obviously, that's impossible. I mean, that's a that's a brand new car. That's a Tesla Model Three. That's crazy. <laughs> man, if we ever got a if we ever got a used pair of those, man, I would give up a but lot of my the, collection. Yeah, I think uh, just knowing having that, you're definitely going to see an exponential return. It might be worth it. That was the tough thing for me with the Travis uh, ones as well. Like I, I, I sold my sixes. It was all part of the whole like the Travis Scott thing that happened yeah. at Astro World. Like it was easier for me to do it at that time because <laughs> his apology was it was not very so good. disingenuous <laughs> and it was it was not okay. Like yeah. I, I thought that whole situation was very toxic and very wrong. And I mean, he lied. He clearly saw the people in the crowd, like yeah. dying in front of him. That is not how many people died. Like six. I think it ended up being over ten. Sheesh. Right, over ten. I think so. I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah, so it made it much easier to make those moves. But now I'm like, well, shit. I really liked those. <laughs> you <shoes."> forgave them. <laughs> I, you know. I uh I definitely have lost sleep at night. Maybe that's why I haven't slept great lately. I'm still struggling with that sale. Yeah. And then I ended up buying Kelly a pair of sixes, you know, right before it. And I'm like, well, we have to have yeah. the matching shoes. Man, I slowly built my Travis. I have the fours, the ones, and the sixes. If you ever find a three hundred dollar pair of those sixes that walk through the door in size eleven, I'm sure <laughs> Paris will take them. But maybe I can have them. <laughs> they do. You know we. They they are they they're slow to sell. Very slow, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah they they don't move. They don't I don't move get it. I feel like sixes aren't ones. I feel like that's the major thing is the kids like dunks ones, and sometimes you know a, a New Balance here and there or a Yeezy. Yeah, it's really interesting what people like more than others and what moves markets. Yeah, and then then uh, depending on store. So like each, mm -hmm. you know, we have. Uh, like five, <clears throat> five resale shops in the sea. Well, yeah. in this greater Seattle area, right. but they all, you know, have their own niche on what they sell. Right. It's funny. And it, I feel like a, a lot of it has to do with clientele, like the one across the bridge, they move, you know, stuff for three, $400 over what the market is. And Man, but that's, that's whack. It, it's whack. It's <laughs> wrong. And I hope you guys hear this. And I feel well, like it's taking advantage of the market. No shots fired, obviously, but, but you know what it is? It's like people, it seems like people are paying for the pleasure of potentially being on a 
video. Yeah. And then that is nuts because mm-hmm. we have clear examples of those customers going to another store, right. being offered higher, but then they'll take the lower amount. Right. And, and that happens. Funny. I don't That's get what it. brought me to Paris in the first place is uh, I had been selling to them for a while. And I was like, well, I mean, I feel like I'm actually just being really kind for no yeah. reason like right there's no benefit no to me. i mean kudos like, to them oh like i'm on a youtube video cool <laughs> like, but i don't want to be on a youtube video <laughs> selling this many shoes and having people in the comments call me a rat <laughs> so that's oh, yeah, funny I why i ended that up now yeah <laughs> their audience did not like botters no they don't so i ended up <laughs> coming down to paris and not getting put on blast and creating friendships instead of yeah you know, I mean, it's, no, and I've got nothing thing. against them. They're good girls. I mean, they're nice just people. trying to, you know, make as much as they right. can, and that's fine. And they're but, hustlers. But that's, I mean, if you're talking about relationship building, they're basically, they're basically saying the only way you will build a relationship is if you pay our prices. Yeah. For then eventually we might, because mm-hmm. it does otherwise. Right, uh, and the funny thing is, is <clears throat> I think the only reason the relationship was facilitated for myself is just being a bulk seller and yeah. they knew I would give them better pricing than most because I was getting everything at retail and, yeah. and like I said, I got nothing against them. They're yeah. sweet. We're friends, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's, I don't know why people pay that much. Right. I'll never So if you're listening, it. shop around for the yeah. same shoe. Yeah. Don't ever go to one place. Man, we've, we've, we've had some doozies where people, you know, come and try to resell a shoe and it's like you paid this much. There is like an example of a, of a guava four oh, no. used with the stitching cut out oh, that no. was over <laughs> asking for a oh, new. Wow. I was like, I told the guy, why on earth did you buy these? Sometimes people like to get taken like, to the cleaners. Like, oh, okay. But anyway, but Hey, again kudos to them that's, right i feel um, like a lot of people don't take the time to do research similar to like when you're buying a car yeah. or something you know it's i want this one but i'm not going to spend more than five minutes looking at cars because right. no one wants to put in the extra work and you know it's a lot to do with just what would i rather do with my time yeah is my time worth the extra six hundred dollars right minus yeah but i don't know about theirs right yeah <laughs> Well, I've had you for an hour, over an hour. Man, a great conversation. Thank Again, you. I love talking sneakers. Same. And uh, I want to, well, hopefully our Zoom listeners have listened through the whole thing. And yeah, thank picked you guys. Up, picked, up some, picked up some information about right. sneakers. This has been <laughs> awesome. I'm so thankful to be here, man. I've really always wanted to do it. And, yeah. I was telling, and actually, you know, the, you know the, I, I think there's more, there's more, tie in to you know what you were going through and uh, right. two sneakers i mean but i didn't want to have the whole conversation be about about right. that of course but basically the you know the, you know sneakers and keeping up with sneakers and having an emotional tie back is therapy yeah is a way for someone to get out of their own heads for yeah, a bit and 100%. focus on something else and like what you mentioned it is a community yeah you have you know groups of people that are like-minded and yeah, you just, you know, you have arguments about which is the best one, which silhouette 100%. is the best one. Is Kobe yep. better than LeBron? Is who's Jordan better than this? And this, you know, you know, who played in what? Right. And those are all just really great conversations to have For with sure. people who totally dig it. And, uh, you know, I can totally see how if you're, 
you know, if your mood isn't the best oh, or man. if you're feeling a certain way where maybe if you didn't have that, that it could lead to, okay, I need to make myself feel better in a not so healthy way. Right. But you, you know, you can have, uh, you, you can make yourself feel better by going out, participating, talking yeah. to people. Being active. And that, you know, that's, uh, you know, you know, anytime someone tells me, it's like, oh, I'm not feeling great, you know, mentally I'm mm. down. <laughs> they, I've gotten people who have been upset with me, but I say, get a hobby. Right. That's really it's a good like point. Learn, I say, learn to take a picture, um, learn to paint. I mean, I make these little dopey paintings right there. Hey, those are cool. It's like I make them, but they're fun. They're yeah, easy they're to neat. do. You can just, you know, and then, but then again, the it's whole point is that it, it takes you out of, yeah. it takes you out of yourself. Distractions are important, especially <clears throat> nowadays. And perspective, right, of, uh, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm going through. It's, yeah. temp you know, what you're going through. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that all problems are super easy and can just go right, away. Right, of course. But there's a big chunk of them that are temporary. And right. That there's things that you can do to get yourself out, but you can't just be in your in yeah. in in yourself and in your brain. Hundred percent. You know, get out there, try something. You talk know? to people if you're struggling. Definitely talk to your friends if it's mental. Right, and there's something for everyone. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, there's sneaker. If you like, if you're in, if you like horror, there's horror sneakers. Yeah. If you, I mean, if there's, there's just sneakers so much. after beer, if you love beer, I know a ton of people drink. There's the Heinekens. There's the yeah. the Newcastle Brown Ales, <laughs> that, and these are like actual Nike sneakers. So yeah. It's kind of crazy. So I think that I want that to be the takeaway of, you know, yes, you know, you have to work on your problems and you have to, you know, the whole, you know, know yourself yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. But then, you know, don't think that it's going to be that you do that you have to go through a set way. Like you can find your way through right. a hobby, yeah. whether it be sneakers or any other. Well, anyway, so. I thank you so much yeah, for, for chatting. Find like we can, we can go on. I'm for, sure we could. Forever. We could have been doing this all night. <laughs> I, I am confident in this. <laughs> but again, I love it. Yeah, um, thank you. I love it. Um, thank you. Is there anything that you want to shout out, promote, yeah. have people follow? If you ever want to find out about the sneaker industry more, just uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter uh, at the A Team Chefs. We'll uh, get you sorted and help you out. Perfect. It's uh, T H E A T E A M C H E F S. <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes. No worries. Thanks. Um, all right. So everyone, thank you for listening. Um, again, I love this stuff. So Same. I I want to talk about it with people who love it probably even more and can have you know really interesting conversations about it, which I think we totally did. Uh, don't forget to support the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos on Capitol Hill and in Wallingford. And since we've been talking about sneakers, Soulmates, uh, they're on four, they're at 1422 Harvard Ave, just above the QFC in Capitol Hill and SMS206.shop. Uh, they have deals of the day almost every day, if I remember to put it. <laughs> and the and best selection in Seattle, without man, a doubt. We have we have uh, a lot of shoes. The best selection. Lot. 
so go follow them on Instagram, uh, Soulmates206. Um, click, if you click that link in the bio, you can sign up for text messaging deals and then sign up for the email list where you'll also be emailed some pretty good offers. Um, again, thank you. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you for Appreciate Kelly for, for listening to mm-hmm. us talk even more about sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you until the next one. Adios. All right.